Tunes House and a Rick Fell. Welcome to the world's greatest ish podcast. Welcome to Backstage Heat. I'm Brandon. And I'm Hunter. And we're here to, to preview the horror show at Extreme Rules. Horror show itself, Extreme Rules, where all the horrors play. So prepare to, to get annoyed on Sunday here in just the horror show a ton of times. Oh, I can't wait. I love a good horror show. Um, so yeah, let's just, I guess let's jump right into it. So the first thing I'll talk about is um, there's like an unconfirmed match, uh, Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy in a bar fight. It hasn't been confirmed for the show, but I imagine it will be there. Like that one just writes itself. I mean... Could you just think of the broken bottles? Oh, the poor bottles. Yeah, I've, I'm not a big fan of this whole Jeff Hardy angle that they're doing. But Basically, just like, hey, let's let's see what lines we can push that he'll allow us without pushing him back over the edge. Yeah, like I don't know. I think it just is. I think there's just a better story they could have told than this because it's just gone on for so long like if it was if it was like a short little story that i would have been okay with it but it's yeah it's just been so long (laughs) Uh, yeah well hey you gotta admit the pee throwing thing was kind of funny yeah i mean that was okay it was stupid but it was yeah i don't know um, that was great AP right there. I guess. Yeah, I'd like to see this feud just end. I don't really care who wins. I just would like to see both people move on to something else. It won't end until Elias comes back. Um, like multiple months. But I do think both of these guys could do a lot of very fun stuff in the bar fight environment well most definitely i mean party is you know broken just about everything that you can so i'm sure he could get a little creative around a bar and like they have a little bit to live up to just because of the little bar scene that was in the um stadium stampede match that was like really good from from hager and hangman page and kenny omega so they have i was like they have a real deal bar. Yeah, no, they have they have something to to live up to at least. Um, I mean, I guess if we want to move on to predictions for this, I guess I'd pick Jeff Hardy to win just because I think it'd be really a really bad luck if he didn't. Yeah, that's very true, and I think that's really the only way it ends. So I'm probably going that way also. All right, so we both picked Jeff Hardy for the bar fight. Um, the next match, an, an actual confirmed match this time, um, Apollo Crews, the United States champion, versus MVP. Currently, there's no stipulation added onto this. I think the biggest question around this match is, will it be on the main card? 
Yeah, I mean that's a good question. The the last the last US title match wasn't on the main card. Exactly, I wouldn't be that surprised because I mean you know, VP's not the young buck he used to be. But he's been one of the stars of Raw lately. <laughs> has one of the best talk shows out there. It's it's hard to beat the Lounge. He's been he's been interacting with like Drew McIntyre every week almost. Maybe got a crush on him or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd say this. I'd, I'd be willing to bet that this is on the main show. Oh, I'd, I'd hope they give him some time to actually do something with it. Or it's uh, I could see it going Apollo squash match on MVP. Yeah, I don't know. Bobby Lashley might get involved or something. I would hate to see MVP just straight up cleanly beat Apollo. I think that would be awful. Oh, God, yeah. Would not make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. But if they wanted to do... Like, if they wanted to do some sort of... I, I would like to see them somehow get an angle to get Apollo into that MVP Bobby Lashley stable. would be a good one i think it had to end with paulo losing to mvp at this pay-per-view and that would yeah probably leave the web probably that's probably what would have to happen um yeah i don't know i feel like i don't have high expectations for this match because i don't think mvp is a, a good worker at this point in his career doubtful um so I hope this is kind of short and either puts Apollo over really strong or leads to him joining MVP stable. Yeah, it's because I like how you're thinking. My prediction for the winner of that one's gonna be MVP. Yeah, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna pick Apollo to win. I think they just they like put the title on him not too long ago. They had him beat Andrade. Um, I think they're. I think they care a little bit about Apollo. Probably not a lot, but definitely not. Um, yeah, I I hope that that match is short and maybe has some Lashley running in shenanigans. Maybe we'll get a classic R Truth running just to make it a little more interesting. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then the next match is one that I. I'm confused by. <laughs> it's the Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins eye for an eye match. Oh hell yeah, they're gonna rip them out with spoons. Just yeah. The right so the, the, the stipulation is that it can only be won when one competitor extracts the eye of their opponent. Right. Well, I hope there's spoons provided then, because otherwise that's going to be real difficult. Yeah, I don't... Like, is this going to be a cinematic match? Ooh, I didn't think about that. It'd be sweet if they just use some graphics. Because I kind of feel like it will, because you can't obviously have someone rip the eye of the other person out. Ray Mysterio's eyes already ripped out, basically. So I mean, he already already is missing an eye. 
Yeah, and I guess I'm just confused at why, in in kayfay, why Seth Rollins would agree to this match. Yeah, that's... I don't know. That seems like a weird wrap-up to how long this whole feud has been going like, on. Like, this whole feud's been really weird, because it was just like... It started by Seth, like, blinding Ray in one eye. But then there's been no there's been no reason past that point for Seth Rollins to stay engaged in this feud at all. And not really. I mean, he's kind of got his whole stable going on, other than you know the fact that he wants to rip Rey Mysterio's eye out now. There's really no reason for them to be involved otherwise. Yeah, but I th- I'd like to see I'd like to see Dominic get involved in this. Oh, let's rip out Dominic's eyes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can be that blind wrestler to take over the show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not go there. (laughs) Everyone loves an inspirational story. The eyeless wrestler. Um, but every time every time Dom's been like involved in stuff, he's he's looked pretty good actually. Like he looked good at Survivor Series in that Brock match. Yeah, he's really good at getting tossed around by Brock. Looked very convincing. Um, and he looked good in like the few times he's done a, like stuff on Raw. I'm pretty impressed by him. I, I mean, I think we all knew this is how he'd get into the business. So it's just slowly transitioned in. Yeah, it just seems like it. It seems like he's a lot more like further along than than I would have expected him to be. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I feel like I heard he was only training for, like, two years before he finally got that shot. You know, he's got the second-gen blood. Third-gen. Second-gen. Second-gen. Yeah, so I don't know how they're going to do the the whole eye-for-an-eye thing. I'd love to see some uh, dangling eyeballs, though. That'd be pretty dope. I mean, it would be in theme with the horror show. Exactly. The horror show needs England eyes. Well, then, who who you think's going to have the eye ripped out? Who you got? I'm going to pick Ray, Ray to win, I think. I don't know if, if like, I'm just picking all the baby faces for some reason, but <laughs> I just feel like... I'm going I don't know. I feel like Seth has had a few losses recently, so maybe they'll go that way, but I feel like Dominic will get involved, and then maybe Murphy will get involved, and then maybe Aleister Black will get involved. Like, I feel like it's just going to, a bunch of people might get involved, and they'll end up with Ray. I don't know, 619ing Seth's eye out or something. Oh, man, that would be a vicious eyeball blast right <laughs> on someone's face. I'd love to see that. That's what I call a horror show right there. Uh, who do you got? Uh, I'm going the opposite way. I think Seth Seth's got that advantage because Ray's already got the damage die, so he's not 100%. As well just finish the job, do him a favor. Um, and then the next match... Uh, Braun Strowman, the Universal Champion, versus Bray Wyatt in a Wyatt Swamp fight. Going on the Wyatt Bayou. So, 
I don't know if this is for the title, but I believe it is not. So. I think it is just this, and it's going to be a cinematic match. This one we know for sure. Oh, most definitely. There's no way they aren't going to go to some random swamp that they've been uh, locating for the last month just to figure out the best place to do it at. Yeah, I mean, the the, the I believe the Wyatt Swamps were always in Florida, and they're already in Florida, so that makes that a little easy at least. Probably can't even leave the state anyway. Um... Yeah, this is interesting because I didn't. I never expected them to bring back old cult leader Bray. Oh no, not at all. But I mean, that's by far the most popular he's been, other than his newest character. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because like, the fiend started by cutting this Bray's head off, <laughs> but then they just brought him back. Very true. Um, Raise it to the ring with him with a little lantern in it. So, so I, I think this will be good. I think anything where you just let Bray be super creative is going to be good. I'm thinking so, yeah. You, you give him some freedom and he will absolutely sprint with it. I mean, look at, look at that John Cena-Fiend match. Yeah, I mean, I love the Firefly oh. Funhouse match. So that's kind of what oh, I'm man, going... It's kind of what I'm going off of, and I think it'll be good. I don't think this will be too much like that old Randy Orton-Bray match. No, I don't think anything like that. I feel like they've figured out so much since then that it's going to be a million times Yeah, I think, I think this will be pretty good. I think it'll be probably kind of long. Oh, definitely can see that being right after the MVP Apollo match. And they've been like rehiring people for like short stints like that Heath Slater on Raw last week. So maybe they just like point where he <laughs> could compete on television for other companies. Yeah, maybe they have like Rowan come in randomly and do something. To froze. Um, because obviously Harper isn't gonna do anything since he's in AEW. What's up? Oh, I froze said. On me for a oh, sorry. Um, yeah, okay. I just said maybe they have like Rowan come in. Yeah. Um, obviously Harper won't because he's in AEW. It's Harper. I know Brody Lee. Yeah. Um, so I, th I think Bray will probably win this one. Yeah, I, I couldn't see on winning this one. Cause I also, then it doesn't. I, I feel like this match exists to set up for Fiend versus Braun at SummerSlam. Reason. Oh yeah, Reason. you cut out on me. Hello. Yellow. Oh yeah. Okay. Froze again. Are you? Are, are we back? 
Oh, yep, I'm. I got, I got you now. Okay, you yeah. Now. So I think this. I think this match is to set up for, for SummerSlam for Braun versus the Fiend. Yeah, and I think it'll probably be their actual like most legitimate match. Yeah, I had to guess. Yeah, and I think, I I think that they're just using this match to get to that match, and I feel like because of that, Bray has to win, or otherwise Braun. Would just be like, what? I'm done with you. Like, <laughs> exactly. Finished. Moving on. Um. So the next match is the SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey defending her title against Nikki Cross. Now that was an unexpected matchup. I I could have thought of quite a few other people that I'd rather put in there than Nikki Cross, but I mean. She needs opportunity eventually. Yeah, I'm really sad that I don't think there's any chance that Nikki's going to win this. Because <laughs> I, I really like her. I think she's great. Definitely changed a lot since debuting. Like, character is not that similar. Yeah, I just love how like she that. just, like, tries to mess with Michael Cole constantly. Oh, every single episode. Um, so yeah, I think this is pretty, pretty cut and dry. Bailey's gonna win, and this is kind of just a filler match. I can so yeah, Bailey's just too dominant. Bailey dull straps is uh, yeah, and they do, they do kind of have the problem right now of, which. Presumably, is going to get solved by having Sasha f- go up against Bailey, but like, especially if Bailey beats Nikki, Bailey's just beaten everyone on SmackDown. Really has. I mean, I didn't think she'd have this dominant of a run, but just absolutely killer. I would, I would like to see this go on before the the Raw Women's match, and maybe like. Sasha gets involved in helping Bailey win. Well, I mean, but then it's happened before, so didn't surprise me. Yeah, I, so I, I think that's pretty pretty likely to happen, honestly, because that's how Bailey's retained her title pretty much every time is that Sasha comes in and helps her. And that's how you win the tag team championships. You got to work as a unit. Yeah, you got to be the golden role models. That's how you get the dull straps. Um, but yeah, I think... I, I don't expect this to be that long. It'll probably be pretty good. I mean, both people are, are good. It'll definitely be a good match, but I think it's pretty predictable to who's going to end up winning in the... Yeah, so we're just both on Bailey. Yeah, most definitely. Um. So the next match is... Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion, defending her title against Sasha Banks, who's not even on Raw. Of the matchup. Gotta love the old crossover matches. Technically, um, they're not on a brand, because when you tag champs, you just go to all three every week. Yeah, that's, that's true. Ship <laughs> <Bailey. laughs> Um... But I think this match should be given a lot of time because I think this match could be incredible. 
Oh, most definitely. Easily has the potential to be match of the night. see that happening sasha it's been a while since sasha's had like a super long match i mean we kind of got a taste of uh old nxt sasha with their match with um go on nxt but can we'll get a similar match with her and asuka just longer yeah and um i yeah like i said i think i don't know if they'll end up doing this but i think it'd be really cool if sasha helps bailey win and then, like, Bailey either doesn't help Sasha win or, like, tries to help her and it ends up costing her. And that's what, and, like, that helps lead to the, lead to the feud. I'd, I'd be okay with that. Because that's, that's, that could be interesting. That's what we're all waiting for, is we're all waiting for just when does Sasha turn on Bailey? Oh, yeah. In, tension will build if she doesn't also get a women's championship. Yeah, cause and and you could like you could make it so next week on the TV shows they lose their tag titles. Yeah, and that's when everything just that's where they just snap. Yeah, that kind of writes itself, doesn't it? Yeah, but that's the part. The fact that it writes itself makes me concerned that they won't do it. <laughs> In, they bailed last time they tried to turn them, so I think. I think they definitely would do it if if SummerSlam was going to confirm to have fans, but now that it's probably not. Or maybe no. it's already been confirmed that it won't. Because um, I feel like they might be trying to hold this until they can have fans back, but I think they just need to, to pull the trigger on it now, even though there won't be fans. Exactly, because you got to keep the people at home entertained. Otherwise, the viewership is just going to... And it's the best thing on... It's it's the best thing on WWE and has been for like two or three months. This Sasha yeah, Bailey... Yeah, this I mean, Sasha Bailey story. Like, it's been, it's been really good. And they haven't actually even started I, I feuding agree. yet. <laughs> oh, they've just been on every single show just fucking dominating. Yeah, and, and and Bailey's been so good at being like this little annoying like chicken shit heel. Yeah, I honestly I didn't like it at first cuz it seemed awkward, but like it's supernatural now. She needed she needed the when Sasha was gone, it was like unbearable. Like she needs Sasha for that character to to be yeah. entertaining. Bailey by herself is kind of rough. Heel Bailey by herself is rough. Yeah, heel Bailey just, um, and part of it is how they, like, have her booked and stuff, and scripted, obviously. But it's just, like, I don't know, she just has, like, big Karen energy. It's very true. Um. It's very true. So, yeah, uh, most of this talk, we haven't talked about Asuka, who has also been one of the best things of of wwe in the in the in the quarantine times i could watch her do her little strange dance all day and all night oh, one of the greatest things going every time when she just starts like dancing and then just like yelling in japanese at someone it's so good every time like i have no idea what she's saying but it's incredible <laughs> I haven't known what Asuka was saying for the last probably six to seven months. 
Um, yeah, I think and hope that Asuka will win. Hope so too, but also uh, be really happy if Sasha won and she had both straps also. They could be the golden dough strappers or something. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel, I'm I'm worried about what happens to Asuka if she loses this. I don't know what else they do with her then. Yeah, exactly. I feel like there's a lot of things to do unless like, they do. Asuka kind of needs this title, I think, where Sasha really doesn't. It's like, has to have it for a long time so you forget that kind of was handed it at money in the bank yeah she won a cinematic match <laughs> a cinematic money in the bank match and then was just given the title and that her title defenses against Nia Jax were not convincing that was a brutal bath yeah those were not great um so who are you picking because I want some stuff to happen. I'm going to go with Sasha because I want there to be champs that are also champ champ. Fair enough. Um, so the last confirmed match is Drew McIntyre, the WWE Championship champion, defending his title against Dolph Ziggler and Dolph gets to pick the stipulation on Sunday. Possibilities, but now today, this morning, there was a leak on Facebook that showed a poster of Drew versus Dolph in a TLC match. Ooh, TLC! I personally was hoping it would be a mom spaghetti match. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if TLC's a good fit for. I mean, I'm sure they'd be fine in TLC. It's weird, though, because they have a TLC pay-per-view, and they're... currently there are no Extreme Rules matches at Extreme Rules. Yeah, that one really doesn't make any damn sense whatsoever. Like, there's uh, the potential bar fight, the eye for an eye, the, the swamp match. Like, there's matches that you could consider to be extreme, for sure, and TLC would also be one of those. Yeah. But... WWE usually loves to throw just, like, two random Extreme Rules matches. True, you should have at least one men's and one women's, and then, you know, that's what makes it that pay-per-view. Yeah, I do feel like it's weird, because I feel like you kind of need to keep the women's as just regular singles matches, so that... Because otherwise, like, why wouldn't Bailey and Sasha just team up? and like handicap match win both their matches oh yeah exactly um make it way too easy i think this will be pretty good though i think dolph will just like sell his ass off for drew and just get him over really big oh 100 that's all dolph does he's a selling son of a bitch yeah like dolph's really good at selling and and I don't think Drew needs it at this point, but it definitely won't hurt. It's going to look like he straight up is murdering him by the way he's going to sell the Claymore and just... 
Oh, I have. That reminds me. I have also heard rumors that potentially part of the stipulation will be that the Claymore's banned. Well, that's dumb. Yeah. Both? I, I agree that that's pretty dumb, but I do... I like the idea, at least, of, like, Drew having to win without his, like, super devastating move. Yeah, that's true. Like, Drew just gives Him Dolph, a like... a submission would be kind of sweet. A submission would be cool, or just, like, gives Dolph the Glasgow kiss and then, like, the reverse Alabama slam and pins Dolph that way just to make... Just, like, look, I don't even need my finisher. Look absolutely devastating. Anything the man does will look devastating. Yeah, I hope... I, I don't want this to be super long because I don't think that Drew should go super long with Dolph it may be 12 minutes um and I think that it should be mostly Drew just dominating like I don't I don't want to see Dolph have a ton of offense either see him maybe coming out early and jumping him for the match and that'll be most of Dolph's offense yeah, that's then, that's that's a possibility. Although they did just do that with Lashley and Drew. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I, that, mean, and I don't want to. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want Drew to just like look like an idiot because he gets jumped from behind every time he he goes for a title match. Hey, he's he's foreign. Things people don't jump each other there. It's different. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think. I mean, I think we're both picking Drew here, right? You yeah. that right. Yeah, I, I feel like no one in their in their right mind would pick would pick Dolph. Not, not that I know. Um, one bold Dolph Ziggler fan out there, I'm sure. Yeah, but I, I think this match will be good. It probably won't be the main event. I'd imagine. I'd imagine that like. One of the women's matches would be the main event. Maybe the maybe the swamp match. Yeah. But I, I'd hope swamp match being. I'd probably hope for Oscar Sasha to be the main event. They need it. it would uh, be a really big push for both of them. I think. I think it would be good. I think it would be. I think that would be the right call if I was booking it. Um. I think so. So what do you think is going to be the best match? Uh, I think the best match is going to be the Swamp match. Just because it's basically every pay-per-view, there's like a hit or miss cinematic match. I think it's about time there's going to be a hit, and I think that one's going to be the one. Man. Hopefully we see some flashbacks. I'd love to pick that one. I'm I'm just a little worried because I haven't liked the last few cinematic matches they've done. Like I'm optimistic yeah. because it because Bray's involved. That it'll be good. All right. But um I don't know. I guess I'll pick Asuka Sasha as my as my match of the night. Ooh. Hey. Um, well if if it's in the main event and they get the time, I I could very well see that, definitely. What match do you think will disappoint the most? Ooh, I've had that one summed up already. That is going to be Apollo MVP. 
Yeah, I think that's the the big one is just because... I don't know. I guess disappoint might not be the best word because I don't have high expectations for it anyway. But... That's true. I'm... But looking at the card that does look like the weakest match... By far. By far looks like the weakest coming in. Um, and are there any matches do you think that'll really, like, surprise you? Ooh. Honestly, I'm hoping that uh, Sasha Asuka match is going to be the surpriser. Cause those two have the potential. Mm. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to switch it up mid-statement there, and I'm going <laughs> to say, actually, Bailey and uh, Nikki because I feel like Nikki's going to go hard as hell because this is like the biggest opportunity she's maybe ever gotten. Yeah. No, I think that's a good call. I'm going to go Drew Dolph. And I think it's just because it's hard to get excited for Dolph Ziggler matches at this point in his career. But I think it's they... Just... I think they have the potential to pull out a really good match. If it is a TLC match, then Dolph... Then Dolph, I guess, can get in more offense for me because he can just like use a weapon or something. Yeah, it's very true, and you'd expect something like that out of him. And like, I don't know, seeing people hit people with weapons is always fun. Oh yeah, I'd say so. I love a good Kindo sticker too. I'd love to see. So I think the biggest, and and granted, we're recording this on Tuesday. So, things might change by the time Sunday rolls around. There's a big lack of tag team action happening. Like, neither neither tag team titles are on the line. So far, neither... Like, there are just no tag team matches. Well, all tag divisions, you know... What a week. Well, they're champions... One of them just had a child, so not going to be on TV for a little bit. Yeah, so the Street Profits yeah. are out for a while. Um, so I, I feel like they might just have Dawkins come back for like a week. We're seeing like probably not like next week, but like sometime soon, and just have them drop the titles to Andrade and Angel Garza. And then he can, I can see that. and then he can go off on his paternity leave and not come back for a while because of the the pandemic. Yeah, that's true. I think that's probably a good call. And also, I think uh, that uh, Jogarza Drade are probably just waiting to have the straps put on him because. Yeah, that seems... I mean, they they beat the Viking Raiders last night on Raw, so, like, it's a pretty big push for them at that point. I was going to say, that's just foreshadowing, because, I mean, when near as good as they are and then actually look like a tag team and have, like, a good manager, too, it's just a matter of time. Man, and every time you get the dynamic of, like, Angel Garza... Andrade, Zelina Vega, and Charlie Caruso on the screen. It's so good every time. Like, Charlie is generally pretty good in terms of, like, a WWE interviewer. They don't... WWE doesn't really let their... They don't really let their interviewers do much anymore. 
But like, True, but Charlie's on ESPN. But every time she's on screen with Angel Garza, it, it always just like genuinely looks like she's in love with him, <laughs> which is just fantastic. You're not. He's so smooth. Absolutely um, too smooth. So yeah, I would like to see them as titles, tag team champions, and then just like every week you have them with Charlie Caruso interview just it's it's so good every time so yeah. why not just keep going it really is it's right up there with the drew mcintyre interviews yeah and i i don't know for smackdown i don't know if they would want the, like the new day and versus like cesaro and shinsuke on this card or not i feel like they just even if it's on the pre-show they need to add like something tag team title related yeah, I think so. Well, maybe they just need to I mean, just have a tag team match. Like, just have a number one contenders match. Yeah, even if it like was that. a number one contenders match, that I'd be okay with it. It's just there is... I feel like it's just going to kind of slog on oh, with yeah. just singles matches oh, yeah. and nothing to break it up. Like, sure, there's the eye for an eye in the, the swamp fight, but like... You just want to see some good like tag team, tag team action sometimes. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's always been a dep- uh, well, lately has been a struggle for WWE with their tag teams. And I think it's so like it's become so apparent with how good AEW has been doing their tag teams. Like, obviously, how many of them they have. People, people are going to get upset even that I said that. And I don't think everything AEW does is better than WWE. I want to get that on the record. Like, right, let's, not, right. let's not pretend like AEW is just like this random, like, perfect company. Definitely um, not. But, and this probably stems from two of their executive vice presidents being tag team specialists. But they actually, like, put effort into and care about their tag team division, and you can tell watching it. Well, most definitely can tell, because, I mean, they have true tag teams where it's not like, oh, well, this guy is a singles wrestler, and this guy is also one, and they yeah, just it's, sometimes... It's, it's, it's not just two single wrestlers, even though, even though their current champions are two single wrestlers, <laughs> admittedly. I mean, yeah, but, you know, they don't do it now. Yeah, exactly. And and I think Yeah, I think that it would be harder to notice like the lack of tag team just care in WWE, but with AEW right there um just making tag teams super prevalent. Cuz I feel like a lot of the AEW pay-per-views just start with a tag team match. Definitely, because they know. Because like. they know it's a really good way to just like get people rolling, get people into the show. Um. That is so a yeah, good way to start a show. That's. I guess that's what I'd hope for in the next few days is that a tag team match gets added to this. I need it at least on the pre-show or something. Yeah, and and I feel like. I guess um, 
the Intercontinental title probably won't be added to it because I think Matt Riddle and AJ are having a match for it on SmackDown. That's right. So that probably won't be won't be seen. I don't think they'd make him defend that quickly. Yeah, that'd probably be a little nuts to try to do. <laughs> Ash and Bailey, you know, they're wrestling every other day at least, so yeah, anything is possible. Um, yeah, it's possible, but I would be surprised. And I guess, any, and there's really no other feuds that I could see like getting added to the card. Lucky they have the feuds they do with. Oh, uh, things are without fans. Well, also with like a bunch of their roster getting COVID. It's very true. So they're, they're limited kind of, rosters. Yeah, for like the first time in a long time, they actually have like a somewhat limited roster. Um, city city though. So I guess, are you excited for the show? Honestly, not as excited as I probably should be. Yeah. So, some, some about hearing the horror show just makes me slightly less excited. I'm not, yeah. Using the tagline, the horror show, in the middle of a pandemic definitely, like, lowers my enthusiasm towards it. Because, like, this is supposed to be, like, an escape from what's what's happening. But when you title it the horror show it makes it harder to be that escape like i understand that i'm sure they did that to kind of highlight that swamp match because they're probably gonna make it all spooky or like yeah rip into the eye man come on guys come on yeah it just seems a little out of touch um yeah and i guess i'm not too excited i think that might be just like I'm going through a lot lately outside of wrestling, so it's just harder for me to get excited about wrestling. Incredible. <laughs> um but I'm sure when I when I watch it I'll be I'll be into it. Oh yeah, once it's finally here it's like, oh, it's been a while since I watched a pay-per-view. All right. Yeah, and it, and it has actually been been a little bit. It was um, a lot super quick pace and then there's just a big gap so yeah weird yeah that was a little weird where there's like three and four weeks and then like three week break to this one not the biggest fan um yeah so i guess we'll check back in next week and see how our predictions did you might have pretty spot on uh, see, see how the show was. See if we're more excited for for what's happening afterwards than we are right now. <laughs> I have my hopes extremely low. On that note, we have to wrap this bad boy up. Hunter, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at Instagram at, at Welchnut. And you can find me on Instagram at walkwithbrando. And you can find this podcast 
at YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all at Backstage Heat. Backstage Heat. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>